I may not have stolen from the elderly, but I do steal hearts. The only thing I'm gobbling is the competition. Do you, do you want to get into it? Uh, sure. Uh, first things first, I'm not singing no intro song until people like and subscribe to this video and this <laughs> channel. I'm not doing it. Wow. Okay. You'd hold you the I'm intro song hostage? Over here? You're keeping the people away no. from the intro song? The thing that they, when they need it most? I, w- all right, I'll give it to them. But this time in the style of, uh, Amazing Grace. Reading on the ridge. <laughs> Come on now. Read on the ridge. Oh, jeez. Read on the ridge. Read where, on. Where did this on come from? Why is it read, read on the ridge? Read on the ridge. Read on. Read on. The ridge. Read on. Read on the ridge. Amen. Amen. Read on, Let you crazy church. diamond. Say amen. Amen. Hi, James. Hey, how's it going? Uh, how, are you, how are you doing, Ashley? Oh, my boyfriend isn't with me this week, so I'm not feeling happy. Oh, yeah. I am not in the in the same uh, apartment right now. I'm on a contract for the next two months, in a, well, at least to the end of the year, um, in a little tiny town, doing a, a musical, a panto. So, yeah, I'm going to be here for the next little while, but we're going to uh, make it work on uh, uh, Discord and, uh, you know, QuickTime. So we're we're both recording on our end. We're going to send it to each other. I don't know. That's a little bit of a behind-the-scenes, inside baseball that uh, the viewers of this show have have come to expect. They yearn for it. Yeah, they love love it. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. You know... how have you been doing? What did, what did you think about this last episode? I loved it, but not sorry, not back. I'm not talking about the show. I was just thinking this week. I kind of feel like a little kept woman. I feel like I'm gonna go on TikTok and record one of those um, stay-at-home girlfriend videos. Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> what you don't want to be a, uh, the main breadwinner for? Or <laughs> Yeah, you're uh, like filming yourself like, oh, my boyfriend only lets me go outside once a month and only in the middle of the night. (laughs) Yes. Those things are so creepy. I don't don't know. And cleaning. Something about them. Oh, look, I am cooking for him. I must feed him. What do you want, babe? Oh, God. Babe. I'm like your your second mom. (laughs) That's what I'm going to make a video. About me being your second mom. Anyways, <laughs> what did I think about this ep- this episode? Episode 7 of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City called Choir of Chaos. I thought very poor editing. It was hard to follow. Qu- Choir of <laughs> Chaos. What that's, what, that's what it was called. Yeah. More and, like an um, editing room of chaos. Come on now. Exactly. <laughs> that's what it should have been called. Okay. Hello. So let me tell the story, and then we'll, right. uh, we'll get into the thing. So here's the uh, All right. here's ahead, the babe. summary of the episode. It was a weird episode to, to try and summarize, to be honest. So here we go. Uh, episode, what is this? Episode 7? Choir of Chaos. 
picks up right where we left our girls at Heather's choir auditions right before a massive fight. Uh, now, if you recall, uh, well, you know, we'll get into this later. Uh, the first 15 minutes of the episode takes the form of a shifting conflict between seemingly every single woman on the show who all tear each other down and deflect criticisms by bringing up other interpersonal conflicts. It's a constantly changing free form cat fight. The participants trading fours of toxic uh, communication styles like jazz musicians. So here's my summary of the, the fight. I tried to make it as simple as possible, but it's still very like a lot's going on here. Uh, so first, Jen yells at Angie for having a husband that made a finsta to attack Lisa that she mm-hmm. that he called Shaw Exposed, which is Jen's last mm-hmm. name. Uh, Heather comes outside and takes Angie's side, which Jen gets pissed about and will not stop talking about for the rest of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. Lisa shows up in auditions, which surprises Heather, who's mad at Lisa because she tweeted out Heather's father's obituary to win a petty little fight they're having. The women then meet up all together in like a big pile. Angie sits on Heather's lap and Jen gets really mad about this. And then she yells at Angie. She demands an apology from Angie. And if Jen's going to get an apology, then Lisa wants one too. So Lisa gets, mm-hmm. you know, she starts yelling While at, they're giving them at Angie. And yeah, it's like, hey, as long as they're, I didn't realize this was on the table. Can, we, can I get one of those two? Uh, one of those types of situations. Uh, so she gets in on this. Uh, but instead of giving her an apology, Angie brings up Lisa's tweet about Heather's dead dad. And then Heather gets mad and then Lisa's like still wants to be friends with Heather again. But one thing she will not do is to acknowledge that it was incredibly fucked up to tweet her dad's obituary out uh, no. of pure pettiness. I don't know that she seems to be kind Define of remorse d- uh, doubling down on that. Um, I think she said she had like a throwaway line where she was like, okay, it was wrong for me to do it, but it was also 100% correct for me to do that. And I should have done mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's, there's like one thing where she said, it was like, it really doesn't, that doesn't really feel sincere to me. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's like a, a general outline of events, but if I feel like, you know, out of this whole fucking, like, you know, those cartoon, like dust clouds where it's when people get in a fight, it's just like a big dust cloud with like arms and legs mm-hmm. like fucking poking out of it, you know, like in like Looney Tunes or whatever. Hey, you bitch, come here. Like, hey, yeah, it's like, it, there's just so much going on there, but like overall the shape of that kind of uh, cloud of fighting smoke, uh, that's a general outline of events, but I want to note here <laughs> that, uh, Angie H, <laughs> who's not even a, a actual snowflake holder, she's a friend of, nope. um, oh. is involved in almost all of these disagreements and seems to be doing her best to like fuck up as many relationships as possible. Like even the things that she's not involved in, like Lisa and whatever, she still brings that up and makes that like the focus of the conversation, right in like the heat of this discussion. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Yeah, she's uh, going really intense here. She's trying to fuck up as many relationships as possible. She's like a puckish reality TV trickster fairy. And I don't think it would be out of character for her to speak in rhyme for the rest of the show. Like she's like giving out riddles and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, even though Whitney's involved in a lot of these things too, she mostly stays out of the line of fire somehow even though she and Angie showed up wearing matching flapper outfits, auditioning together with costumes, and they had an elaborate dance routine. Costumes and dance, neither of which are necessary for a choir. I don't know if they know what a choir is. Um, 
but they do they, they didn't seem like they were actually good at singing at all so that was kind of funny <laughs> no um, they're like oh uh, like, a no, tap dance routine nobody sounds perfect good. for choir auditions <laughs> i've seen choirs it's like what do you think <laughs> you think a choir is like a musical it's like you're <laughs> you're like a huge group uh whitney does seem to realize that angie's kind of fucked up and feels embarrassed for showing up in a matching Again, glittery flapper dress and top hat with Angie, who, uh, you know, she really should have already felt embarrassed about that before. Uh, the thing but, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> after this big fight, the episode has a lot of trouble building up momentum again. Uh, and the rest of the episode is pretty boring until the very end. So just going to quickly go over all these scenes. Hmm. Meredith and her husband have a gross bath. Ugh, and mm-hmm. uh, they talk about what just <laughs> happened. Uh, Heather and her friend go to look at a construction site for a new beauty parlor. Uh, Lisa and her husband go on a date and they talk about what happened. Jen and her husband talk about what happened. Whitney and Lisa hang out and talk about what happened. Uh, nothing mm-hmm. really matters in any of those scenes. They're just like kind of recapping how exciting the first part of the episode was. And uh, although I will say it is notable that Whitney and Lisa seem to be like pretty tight um, at this point. So mm-hmm. finally, the it episode... seems like a real friendship. It doesn't seem fake to me. Really? Okay, I, I highly disagree with that. But uh, finally, we end with another fight. Whitney goes to Heather's house, and the two former best friends and cousins, still they're still cousins, uh, have a nice talk for a few <laughs> seconds before Whitney says she doesn't think that she should be one who's coming to Heather to be friends again. It should be the other way around. And Heather, uh, Heather uh-huh. rather, does not feel the same way. And that nice chat turns into a huge fight. Uh, Whitney brings right. up Lisa's tweet about Heather's dad's death. Uh, who and she's like defending her new friend really hard and now Heather and Whitney definitely aren't happy with each other and this uh, very frustrating episode ends that's the that's the end of it what did you say the uh, outfits looked like oh the when you were, you were said, talking about um, the um, that uh, okay so Jen is mad because Angie Harrington is there and Angie's like doing high, high kicks and acting like a, a whole entire fool in her like 1920s flapper style dress yeah. with like her top hat and whatever and Whitney's in the same outfit um, and I was just saying that they look like lame magician assistants like <laughs> they also look like if the girl from Wheel of Fortune like wanted to like tap dance on the graves of their past <laughs> contestants broken dreams like, oh, okay. uh i think well, yeah they, they do look it, like they're said, about to do a tap dance was like it looks like a dollar store leotard outfit and which it, it doesn't a, really. that could have been a bit uh, like a good burn right if it, yeah if they had another they outfit weren't wearing leotards yeah that was the thing she like yeah it sound a dollar store leotard and it's like oh that would be funny but no they actually don't look like that they look they're like lame, lame magician's assistant or, and if they were Leon Leotard, a better joke would have been their dollar store Leotard. Like, drive Leotard. home the fact that she and her husband were shady. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I have to teach these people. Wait, wait, wait. I don't understand. Their huh? own jobs. How, Leo, wait, wait. Leotard. How, Leotard. Like poop? Yes. Oh, okay. So... Jen is being Ryan Seacrest, and I think it's so funny because... Uh, she barely does her job. So explain what you mean by that. She, <laughs> like, she's like, she says that she's, she's the Ryan Seacrest, but it's because so of the choir we, auditions. It was like the American Idol auditions, or whatever right? They were trying to make. So we, we see our uh, Real Housewives. The, the the episode opens, and they're all in line at choir auditions. Uh, Heather. Uh, is inside because she is a judge uh, and Meredith and Jen are 
uh, assistant host and host, respectively. Okay? And so uh, we see Jen coming out playing the part of Ryan Seacrest. How are you, contestants? Tem- what are you here today? What are you going to sing? How do you feel? What's your sob story? I feel like they right? just gave Jen like a nothing job because they're like, oh, God, she's going to like make a huge scene if we don't give her something. Uh, yeah, you get to like go out with a megaphone and ask everyone if they're ready to audition for Mormon I choir. don't think it was a nothing job. Like they were supposed to carry them in and be like, okay, this is uh John A. McDonald and he will be singing Mary John, Had a Little Lamb. John A. McDonald. And that's why I <laughs> Prime Minister of Canada, the founding yes. father of Canada. <laughs> Indigenous people, yes. Yeah, the genocider in chief <laughs> of uh, early Canadian history. Wow. Yes. <laughs> he's uh, still alive. What was I saying? And he's a Mormon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, living and, in Salt Lake um, City right now, trying song. to join a <laughs> reality TV show. Yeah, but so they gave Jen the role of Ryan Seacrest, but we only see Meredith actually working and like yeah, going no, back and forth. Jen and doesn't bring <laughs> anyone in. All she does is go outside <laughs> and yell into a, micro- a megaphone and then scream at the course uh, of the Angie. episode we see probably like five performances and each of them are being brought in by Meredith who has the title assistant versus yeah versus Jen, the Jen host. that's what I'm saying I think they gave her a nothing job like, I don't think they wanted oh, her to be bringing people in either I don't know maybe she, I don't know. um but yeah I don't know she said she was a Ryan Seacrest uh she mostly just got f- furious. I, I thought it was interesting, like um, that she didn't really seem that mad at Whitney, even though she Whitney showed up with uh, with Angie. Mm-hmm. She mostly seemed like she was screaming at Angie. So remember, I, I think last week you were saying that you didn't who, think that she was going to have a fight. At, uh, Whitney. Hmm? Why would why would Jen. Jen be mad at Whitney? Because Whitney showed up in a matching outfit with Whitney, or with sorry, with, Whitney showed up in Angie? a matching outfit with Angie. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not. Like an incrimination on Whitney, just because I mean, she showed up in a matching outfit, don't mean that she's endorsing. I don't know. Like, well, you know how Jen shies. Um, like mm. she'd be like, "Oh, you? Why would you ally yourself with someone when you know they're doing this to me for my family?" Um, but uh, I will also point out that I was right uh, about this. Um, this is uh, the first big blow up we saw from Jen Shaw. Uh, and mm. last week you said you thought she was going to hold it together. And uh, she did not. She got very angry. Jeez. Yes. And she walked away a few times. Uh, and I think. Uh, notice I notice th- the part where you said a few times. Uh, right. How does somebody walk away a few times? <laughs> That it mm-hmm. that uh <laughs> doesn't necessarily imply restraint, right? Um, she was like on the phone and she's like in screaming the corner the... at one point in time, right? Like it was it was very interesting. She was uh, she she lost it on this one. She uh, she had it mm-hmm. together for the first few episodes. She she got like a little bit angry sometimes, and then she like, could pull it back. But this time she was full out, full out angry mode. Um, and like Heather came out and she had to kind of break up the fight. And I feel like. Heather probably was more on Jen's side in that argument. Obviously, Heather doesn't like Angie, but uh, Jen was the one making a scene. So she had to be like, Jen, 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 calm down, calm down. And Jen was like, I can't believe she took uh, her side over me. Like, like she's, she took Angie's. And then Jen just does not stop talking about that. She brings that up in every one of her scenes. I can't believe Heather didn't take my side. Why did she, why is she signing mm-hmm. with Angie? That doesn't make any sense. It's like, because you were making a fucking scene. She's trying to like make people want to join her nice Mormon choir. 
Why would she want someone like screaming at each other, like in the fucking like lineup for auditions and nothing's being done? I don't know. That's how that's how I read that. I was like, Jen, are you like that oblivious? I'm going to go back and I'm just going to explain the scene that we're talking about first. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm going to do. So we see Jen being Ryan Seacrest. Um, Angie K says uh, that she's only heard bad things about Angie H. So now we've met two different Angies, Angie K, Angie H. Angie K is on it, even though her title says Jen Shaw's friend, she's probably more Lisa Barlow's friend, right? And Angie H used to also be Lisa Barlow's friend, but no longer speaks to her. Angie Harrington is the one with the husband who had the Finster, right? And so they're speaking, Angie K is saying, I only heard bad things about Angie H to Dana. Uh, and so Angie H comes over and she kind of like introduces herself and she says, oh, you're Heather's friend? Okay, cool. And she tells Dana and Angie H that she and Lisa are on the outs. And she kind of explains what happens on ski day. And she said, you know, um, uh, she she doesn't know what to do. And so Angie K is just like, look, miss me with all that bullshit. You're fake. And uh, I know all about the Shaw Exposed account. Angie H says, no, I didn't do it. uh, I'm denying it. Uh, At which point Angie K is like, girl, you liked a comment that was posted from this sock puppet account within 30 seconds. Like, you can't deny this. Uh, but she does. Angie H tries to deny any part in her husband's scheme. She's like, uh, uh, she never have no parts in it. And so uh, Angie says, Angie K says, when you're married, what your you and your husband do or what your husband does is a reflection on you as a wife. And I was just like, nothing don't go so. Nothing don't go so. Because nothing don't if go you so. tell, if you do something, James, I am not responsible for it. If I do something, you're not responsible for what I do. Right? It, it, it seems very weird that all of a sudden when you get married, someone's, you, you take on someone's sin. That's weird. You, what do you think? You take on someone's sins? Is the sins of your spouse your own? Oh, okay. Um, and this is about Angie? Yeah. Because hmm. Angie K says to Angie H. Oh, yeah. What, this is the other thing that confused your me. Husband like, did, your husband did the act, right? Your husband did the act. And all right, you want to give her a nickname? Instead of saying Angie K, Angie H, let's call Angie H. Um... I don't even think we need to think of a name for the, these characters. All these like side friends, like there's so many of them in this episode. I don't even remember who any of them are. Mm-hmm. And I, I like at times I was like, what show am I watching? Is this like a, a cheap knockoff of uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? This is like the, the understudies for the role. If any of them like call in sick for the season, they'll be like, oh, quick, well, they're, Angie. They're We've got a couple to, of like... Angies laying in waiting right now to come and like, exactly. replace any of you. So that, yep. that's what they tell Jen these Shaw. girls, like if, if they try to quit the show, they're like, do you know how yeah. many Angies would love to be in your spot right now? You know how many Angies would kill for the chance to hold that snowflake? Um, anyway, I feel like, why don't we just call them all Angie? How about that? Everybody's just Angie. It's Everybody's just like Angie. Angie, Angie. Angie K, Angie H, Ashley 
Angie S. Angie S. Uh, sure. uh, everyone who isn't a, a, a <laughs> housewife or one of the housewife's husbands is just Angie to me. I, uh, it's like they know nothing about uh, writing a script or anything. Didn't they tell you, teach you guys in film writing schools <laughs> yeah. that none of your characters should have the same la- uh, yeah. like letter? Actually, they did of, teach us that. Yeah. I did learn that in screenwriting. You, they, yeah. And you should have every character's name start with a different letter of the alphabet so that when you type it in on final draft, uh, you just type that one letter and you can just hit enter and get the full name of the character in there. Um. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Angie, the Angies, what are you going to do? The Angies. Yeah, okay, so the, that one Angie uh, that's like the, the top hat Angie, um, and then there's mm-hmm. like, I guess the other Angie, <laughs> it is going to be confusing just to call them Angies, but luckily we don't really need okay, to talk we just, about them that much. We'll call one Angie, uh, the Greek Angie, and then the other Angie we're going to call top hat Angie. She's okay. also the top Angie. She's definitely the top Angie. She's like she more involved the in the Angie. show than uh, yes, like and she's been involved some of the, in the other show housewives. Season one. So she's she's top hat Angie and top Angie. She's top yeah. Angie. Yeah, uh, um, she's the Angie she's the primary Angie. Angie, Angie in the hi- Angie hierarchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's the, That's the true. Ruler of the Angies. All the other Angies wish they could. Like I don't even remember. I, one of them was getting interviewed on this one. I was like, who even is this person? You're gonna sit down interview? My God, Angie X. Where'd this one come from? Angie X. It's like a, yeah. There does, <laughs> this is, is one no of our Angie deformed X experiments. Disclaimer. Angie X. <laughs> like, Please kill me. Something went wrong at the I Angie factory. At the Angie laboratory. <laughs> yeah, so um, Whitney uh, is finding out about uh, what Angie and Chris were up to. Uh, mm. in this confrontation because Whitney is, is, is like witnessing Dana, Angie, Greek Angie ca- are talking to top Angie, right? Okay. Uh, and so anyways, Jen shows up. She hypes up the club. Dana fills Jen in on the Angie's uh, confrontation. Angie K acts, or, which is Greek Angie, acts top Angie to like, repeat her denial in Jen's presence uh, to which Jen says I can't even and walks away right and then Whitney points a re- uh, makes a really important point here when she says that Angie has like a convenient memory like when she is oh, confronted yeah. with the shit that her camp has done she acts dumb she did the same thing right. when Whitney confronted her about the blowjobs for jazz tickets rumor, right? She said, I don't remember. At, at this point, oh, Angie I don't remember. is oh, I didn't see. so untrustworthy. I don't trust mm-hmm. Angie, top Angie at all. She is. No. Uh, seems like she just lies at all times to like benefit herself the most. Thank you. <laughs> that, that, that's so, my vibe. I'm like, uh, there was one point I was like, you are literally the least trustworthy person on the show. And that show includes Jen Shaw. And then exactly. like the that very next, lot. like the second after <laughs> I thought that Jen Shaw was like, it was during the screaming match with Angie. And she was like, I didn't, uh-huh. I didn't know my husband. He didn't tell me. I didn't, I had no idea. You're a uh-huh. good, great friend to me, Jen Shaw. And I was like, come on now, Angie, top Angie. And then Jen Shaw was like, I'm innocent. And I was like, okay, actually now you, now Jen's in first place. Most untrustworthy <laughs> person in the show. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot uh. how uh, <laughs> egregious your crimes are. Oh my God. Uh, so yeah, when, no, she's, I swear to God. She's she's so, she's neck and neck though. They're they're neck and neck for <laughs> worst vibes. I think Jen Jen was talking to Angie and was like, 
you need to take some accountability for what you and your husband have done. And Angie says to Jen, why? And I swear to God, I swear to God, I felt like I could read Jen's thought in that moment. Like, I was like, look at me, I'm X-Men. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, Jean Grey over here. Because I know that Jen was thinking, like, it's because somebody on this show has to, I swear to God, she didn't say that, but she was thinking it. <laughs> I'm huh. telling you. Um, uh, anyways, so, so Jen is saying that, you know, um, when you become married and you are, you enter into a union <laughs> before God, right? anything that your husband does, if she, anything that Jen has done, Sharif is equally as guilty of, and I think Sharif is like thanking his lucky stars that housewife rules aren't the law of the land. He's like, oh, wait, wait a second. Sorry, is that a real law? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, is that in the government? (laughs) I would hope not, is what he's saying, right? So then Angie brings up Jen's legal troubles, right? And uh, asks the question, okay, uh, if... If that's the case, if everybody or if, if you we are our spouses since, then is Sharif guilty of what you've done? And then Jen shouts, I'm innocent. Yeah. I laughed out loud. That part. I laughed out loud. That <laughs> okay? part, yeah. She's hilarious, Chips. <laughs> this is comedy. Yeah, it's high Jen, art. She's she is a she's a real character. I don't know. She Anyways. doesn't seem real sometimes. It's so good. So then the auditions are, are, are continuing inside. And then somebody asks Heather to step outside and deal with the drama because there's something going on that needs your attention, ma'am. Right. And so Jen is still confronting top Angie. And she says, you know what you did, Ella, Lauren from the hills, you know. We remember we millennials remember that moment. It was a throwback. I don't. I was not uh, watching the hills in high school because you were lame. I guess. Well, what happened? <laughs> what, what did, well, who is it? Lauren. Lauren and Heidi, and Lauren said to Heidi, "You know what you did," uh, and yeah, that oh, was an okay. iconic moment. That's it. That's all. You know what you did. Yes. You were a great <laughs> friend to me. <laughs> the bar was so low for. Um, reality tv back in the early days was the hills a reality uh, anyway. show i thought it was like a teen drama or something the hills was like half reality half very scripted oh really? oh okay 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 yeah <clears throat> it's uh let's go back back to the beginning uh let's go back to the auditions that are continuing inside the art theater that they're in uh and so yeah somebody comes to heather and asks can you step outside to deal with this drama uh and jen saw says i know exactly why you picked the name shaw exposed uh and yeah it was the seo thing basically Hmm. shaw's name have a lot more like controversy and interest surrounding it so he chose that uh versus people uh, sign up to follow it and then they're just like what's all this stuff about lisa who yeah, cares? don't worry. We're, we're gonna get to the like, Shaw. Welcome to Shaw Exposed. On this one, Eventually. the Shaw we're exposing is Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Lisa, the Shaw of the week. 
<laughs> the okay. show of the week. 82 weeks in a row. So um, then uh, Angie H is asking Heather for her support, right? She's like, do you know my husband to be a bad guy? Uh, and Heather automatically starts defending uh, at top Angie's husband. Mm-hmm. Automatically. She's, he's like, oh, he took all accountability. And honestly, the bar is very low for Heather as a, uh, so far as like what she expects of her friends, to be honestly, honest. Honestly, yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, it doesn't make any sense. And I feel like it's like the, uh, the show being fake a little bit. Because it's like, why would she... Be so forgiving of that, and then so mad mm-hmm. at like Whitney for exactly. like other things. It's like, oh, this is stupid. Oh, that part I see so like Heather's probably one of the more uh, transparent people because like her logic as to when she gets angry doesn't really make sense. Now I I get that she's opening a, another uh, business and she says she has a lot of projects and so that might be stressful. Sure, I'm I will give her that. And sometimes when we are stressed, we don't always um, act uh, as we normally would, right? So I'm suspicious, but also whatever. Um, anyways, the the main thing that I'm mad about with Heather is like she is telling Jen Shaw. Oh, you should just forgive him. He he took accountability. He said he was sorry. Like, just forgive him. And like, she is mad at Jen Shaw for how she's choosing to express her anger. And I just like, I'm like, how can you be mad at a victim, which which is in this situation, <laughs> this very this, this is what Jen Shaw is like. She's a victim of this bullying, this cyberbullying from uh, Chris Harrington, top Angie's husband, and. How she chooses to express her anger is on her. I, but I don't know. I I um I was curious if you ever heard of uh, restorative justice, James. Yeah, I've heard of that. So like it it's like this approach to like uh I guess crime or offense or whatever where mm-hmm. that is involving all of the affected parties, so the offender, the victim, the community, everybody, um, and it wants to like. It wants to make things Facilitate right, kind of thing. restore healing, things. right? And like attempt to like repair the harm that was caused by the crime. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are like a lot. There's like a lot of research on the the the, the many benefits that it has, like um, the the participant satisfaction, the reduced like um, uh, the fact that a lot of offenders don't repeat their crimes afterwards yeah um and then a lot of uh what do you call it participants just say oh yeah we just feel better i was wondering what would a restorative justice process look like for angie for chris to make things right with jen oh <laughs> i don't know um uh does restorative justice include um one of the things is that the victim gets to yell at the other at the perpetrator's wife in public is that like <laughs> one of the ones that gives the most psychological benefits it could who knows <laughs> they're like what what would you need jen Shaw, to make this right well i want to scream at angie in front of everyone yes <laughs> i want everyone to be there and i want to to yell that i'm innocent mm-hmm 
And um, then I want to get uh, ma- excuse to get mad at an A-lister on the show, Heather. That's what I want at, at yes. the end of this. That's what I would appreciate most mm-hmm. is if I could yell at Heather about this. Um, I think that would make help me to forgive uh, Angie's husband for what he's what he's done. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Um. Well, they 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 always talk about like that. There's uh, they say that there's five um, long-standing principles for restorative justice. Um, uh, the first is relationship. So the 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 relationship has been harmed in some way, right? And so. Uh, the aim is to like repair that harm and giving the the the, the harmer a, like a safe space to like take responsibility and to make amends. Um, the second principle is like respect. Like you need to uh, allow for a safe experience for everybody who is involved in in the restorative justice process. Um, and so you you are listening to the other person's perspective, whether you agree with it or not, you are behaving in a way that allows for the the, the restorative justice process to play out for everybody safely. So um, what do you think that then, uh, Jen would ask uh, from Angie? Um, there is no way that they would be uh, open to this process. Oh. <laughs> because Who, Jen or the husband? I'm like... Um, I do not think that either party is capable of respect responsibility, right? Responsibility is like, well, it seems like actually Chris Harrington is doing the responsibility part where he's like saying, I hurt you. This is what I did, blah, 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 blah. I think maybe... What Jen wants is for Angie to also take part in that responsibility uh, uh, process uh, or step. Hmm. And then we move on to like repair. And so this is like whatever she needs in order to resolve those feelings of anger or revenge from the person who harmed her um, so that she can probably uh, regain respect um uh, for the person who harmed her as well, right? And then there's the final yeah. principle, which is like reintegration. And that's like how the community should allow the, the the harmer to accept their part in the harm and to reintegrate back into the community, right? Mm-hmm. With trust. Uh, so here's where, here's where the, this will fall apart. Um, Angie's not taking responsibility, uh, um, Jen isn't articulating clearly what she needs in order to repair the relationship. And um, as far as uh, reintegration, Heather has done that way too fast, right? Like, you can't accept the the harmer <laughs> before the harmed. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Hmm. The process not done. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I think you're dodging the question a little bit here. Why? Because you you asked me what would Jen want for from restorative justice, and then okay. I told you what I thought, and then I asked you, and you talked a long time about restorative justice, but you never actually said what she would want. Okay. So what would she want? To repair her relationship, she would probably want some sort of um public apology and you, and you uh, think she want one from Angie you as well i yep a joint one from the couple 
in mm. um and one that includes an admission that they were bullying a and sorry innocent woman yeah they were bullied an innocent woman they were bullying How, a guilty woman like, but for something no. else <laughs> yeah but jen would want them to somehow in that apology apology like mention that she is innocent <laughs> and <laughs> then, i want then, you to s- apologize like, for framing me okay. for <laughs> fraud <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Like a written confession that it was actually you that did all that fraud. Yes. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, poor Angie. Yeah. uh, Angie, girl, uh, forget it. Some some processes you just not forgot through. Girl, just. But, um, yeah, I don't know. What would it look like if Jen made things right with her victims? I don't know. Yeah, that, that's, that's the real question, question here. That, that's the real thing we should ask. Personally, I don't believe Angie that she didn't know. Uh, one of the other, mm-hmm. one of the lesser Angies did some like detective work and oh. figured out that uh, Bless her. the top Angie had liked a post from the Shaw Expose account like seconds mm-hmm. after it posted or something like that. Mm-hmm. 30 seconds. So, I mean, then that's not, I mean, that could have been him maybe on her phone doing that to, so that he could drum up some likes. We know how much he cares about SEO and getting, beating the algorithm <laughs> there. So he, uh, he might've done that. You know, that's a pretty common thing people do. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Yeah, personally, I don't believe that it was her. I, I, I don't believe Angie. I don't believe Angie about just about anything at this point. I, I think she, she knew something. She makes she's making it all up as far as I'm concerned. But um, we d- we're on to you, Angie. Yeah, she's definitely trying to have it. Uh, <laughs> trying to have it both ways, where she benefits from the chaos, and now she she denies that she had anything to do with it. Um. So yeah. So a little bit more, uh, or back into the play by play of this fight, right? Oh, the last thing that I just said was how uh, Angie Harrington, top Angie, asks Heather, do you know my husband to be a bad guy, right? Mm. Um, And so, and Heather was like, no, I don't. He's great. Jen, you should forgive him. And Jen says, no, he took accountability, Heather, because he got caught. I asked him about it. And that's how he was like, ah, yeah, you caught me. He didn't come to her out of the goodness of his heart and was like, I laid this before you at your feet asking for your forgiveness. <laughs> Jen. Right? Yeah. And so Angie's like, do you know how or top Angie says, do you know how much fake accounts they are on Instagram? And that was a question that would have come in handy if she, you know, eventually decides to buy Instagram. But here in this moment, it just causes exasperation from Heather and Jen who walk away from the fight. Jeez. And then we walk back inside the building. Jen is crying. Meredith follows her to console her uh, and enter Lisa Barlow. Mm-hmm. So Lisa comes to sing uh, at this these choir auditions. Not, um, not a very good singer. Her, well, you know, her presence at Heather's auditions she claims that they are strictly altruistic and it has nothing to do with the fact that she wants to show off her semi-decent voice. Um, you know, even though in her own words, she says, I'm the only one that can sing. <laughs> and I'm just like... She, go, she literally auditions you're like... You're incredible. What did she sing? Like, <laughs> away in a manger, no crib for a bed. Is that all? Am I, is that good? Like, she just like stops yeah. in the middle of <laughs> Is that, that's all I need to do, right? 
Yeah, how about that rage? All you Did needed you like was that, that right? <laughs> it's like, hi, I'm Lisa Barlow. I'm here to audition. Uh, way in a man. That's such a funny song to sing at an sure. audition, too. Because it's like, all right, girl, I could tell you vocal rage from that song. That was great. Thank you so like, much. I'm doing um, um, a pop hit. <laughs> Uh, I listen to this song all the time. This is on my workout jams playlist. Yes. I a, love this song. B, it's like a fucking like, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, she sings like a nursery rhyme. Yeah, this is a real fresh track. I'll send you guys a Spotify link later. I, I um, promise you guys, this is a song Mary that my mom made up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be like one of the, this is probably going to be the song of the summer coming right up here. Yeah. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I, I listened to that track one time. Um, I had uh, my producer sing it for me. Um, and from I heard it, I was like, this is going to be a hit. Yeah. This, this is a yeah. hit. I it's got a, a guy with his ear to the Bang. streets. He's here. He hears everything first. The producer, he sent me this. He's like, this is about to blow up. So a little sneak preview of uh, what's going to be just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> taking over the world this is gonna be the new despacito um okay check it out <clears throat> Mary yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Rock> bye baby oh <laughs> somebody wants attention but then she doesn't she ends on like this the weirdest part she's like oh, no and then she doesn't even get it right what did she say she's like Oh God! Uh, yeah, the stars in the heavens <laughs> look down. Yeah. Uh, she's like, I don't believe in a sky. Yeah, I know that <laughs> my Jesus created yeah, the heavens. Yeah, you can't see God. He's like right there. <laughs> it's like, funny. yeah, he's he's right there. It's that's heaven. Yeah, he's like waving. Hey, yeah. God. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's up? Hi. Yeah, he, you don't see that. <laughs> People like to say, oh, astrology is a real thing, blah, 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 but astrology, astronomy, I don't know. Stars aren't real. (laughs) What do people really, she's like against (laughs) astronomy. She's like, yeah, stars aren't, stars are fake. (laughs) Neil deGrasse Tyson? (laughs) What a hack. Neil deGrasse Tyson, more like Neil deGrasse (laughs) Satan. So back to the scene. Um, So Lisa comes, right? She's late. Uh, and uh, Angie H is now inside the building. She's no longer in like the common commoner line purgatory where everybody else was. Yeah. Um, and so she rounds a corner to ask Whitney, "Oh, should we go over the routine just before we go on stage?" And she runs smack dab into Jennifer Shonifer. Jennifer Shonifer. Hmm. And so Lisa says. Oh, hey, Jen. And she gives her an icy greeting. And then Jen leaves. And Lisa's like, why do feel things feel so weird all of a sudden? Mm. And then Dana, who heard everything, was like, okay, this is what happened. Mm. Um, Dana's only role in this whole episode was to relay what happened between the Angies. That's it. Yeah. And Dana, Dana, Dana by the way, if you're else. confused with who Dana is, she's a third Angie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's just another Angie. Dana is like... Yeah, <laughs> she's one of the lower Angies. She's one of the like bottom feeding Angies. She doesn't even Angies. have an Angie as a title. Yeah, the Angies don't have a snowflake, <clears throat> but she doesn't even have the yeah. name. Angie. She's not an Angie holder, like a holder of the name yeah. Angie, but she is still an yeah. Angie. <clears throat> they, I think they like threw her a bone and gave her a, a talking head interview, right? Or was it the other Angie? I don't know. Like I said, they I all blur the together. An- for the me. Angie K got a talking head. 
Okay, maybe that's uh, what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I'm not sure if Dana yeah. had one of the lower Angies. They're they're all one, mm-hmm. you know, amorphous blob. But uh, mm-hmm. top Angies reaching out from the blob, trying to pull herself into the the, the snowflake holders, and we know mm-hmm. there will be an opening uh, soon. So we'll see how that goes. Can you see? Can you see who's in the corner? Hey, hey! No, no, no! Nope. Hey, Jackie! What are you doing on top? I bet Jackie. No, she's not up there. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! What? She jumped up on the table. Uh, oh no! Oh, my God. She never does. That. What is happening, Jacqueline? Down. Thank you. Well, she's like James is gone. Now I'm gonna be oh. a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come over here. Who's going to tell me? <laughs> who's going to stop me? You. <laughs> okay. Ashley, ruler of the universe. Oh, look at that cutie. Mm, hi. Jackie. I Are you going to be my co-host? Do you, you don't have a mic. You need a mic. Uh, Angie, Angie, Angie. Oh, okay. One thing I, I will say. Okay. I think I noticed this aspect of Angie's strategy here. So she knows mm-hmm. that Lisa and Jen are going to be pissed at her, right? So she's like, okay, there's only three other housewives. Um, I'm going to like try and make it as many like obvious visual connections between me and these other housewives as possible. So with Whitney, she's like, I'm going to show up in like a matching flapper, like a ridiculous costume. Mm-hmm. And so that people she's can like, see like, yeah, friends. Whitney's We've on my side. Been best friends. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then later on, everybody's sitting around and she sits on Heather's lap, which is a weird thing to do. That's That was a strange Such a weird position. place for her to sit. And Heather's like, thank you. Oh, okay, sure. You're going to sit here. Okay, I guess. But like, that's just her being like, it's a signal like, yeah, Heather's with me. I'm with, obviously Whitney's with me. So Meredith, you better fucking pick sides here. All right. Like this and, is what's And a- it, that irritates the fuck out of Jen Schadifer, uh-huh. who says, she's like, the only thing that was left for Angie H to do is to pull out Heather's breast and like suck on her teeth. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what? Yeah, well, it's <laughs> like she's going to get breastfed or something. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it's, I mean, I mean, it's a very obvious like gonna attempt to manipulate or whatever. <laughs> like that's, what, that's how I read it. So, uh, but, so then Meredith kind of like introduces uh, Angie H, top Angie and Whitney's routine. Uh, and they do their little routine. Uh, and Jen Shaw is like on the phone crying to Sharif in the corner. Uh, like I said, she's barely done her job as host. Jen tells Lisa that Heather sided with Angie and that hurt her feelings. Um, and then she said she needs a sit down with the group because she says, if Heather tells her that she is in the wrong, she, Jen, is in the wrong. She says, Heather can go fuck herself. You can get the fuck out of my life. You're the worst fucking friend. You're dead to me. Um, and I just don't know how anybody couldn't suspect that Jen was guilty of crimes when she was talking like a mob boss for so long. Like, how did you not figure that out? Yeah. So Jen says, oh, Heather, you're so materialistic um, because... Jen says that. She's like, Heather, you think Angie H and her fat fucking elf on the shelf husband is going to feed you and put you on a yacht? You're such a cheap date. Like, again, like, (laughs) elf on the shelf. Like, that is a good insult, but he doesn't look like an elf on the shelf or anything. He's very tall. 
He's very tall. Like, what's his? Yeah, like so. I didn't like. It's a good insult. It, like, I don't know. It's 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 a good insult, but like, it, it's not. It doesn't make sense for him. Like, it would yeah, it would be good in another. Sense. It's like she heard sense. somebody say that and it was really good, and she wanted to just throw that. Yeah. In. But it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. He's not really an elf on the shelf. I would have made like a Hodor reference for him. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yes, James. Also, the fandom though loved it. They were like, "Who is on the shelf?" She wow. called him fat. She was fat. So unsophisticated these uh, housewives fans. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, the sit down happens. Angie H. Top Angie goes into sit on Heather's lap. Uh, you know, you might as well suckle on her teeth. Comment was made. That was fun. Um, that, that one, I wrote, that one was actually like it made sense with what was happening visually. Unlike okay, the first of all, Leotard I made the joke funnier. The... I think she only said, "Oh, you might as well breastfeed her." I said, "Suckle on the teeth." Yeah, you made I it a lot more uh, visual. Thank you. <laughs> you really painted okay. a picture with words in your version. <laughs> So Jen cries, uh, top Angie, thanks her for her vulnerability. (laughs) 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 And then um, Lisa's fed up because like like we said, she's like, wait, where's my apology? Uh, Jen says Heather was dismissive. Lisa gets up to leave. Angie H says uh, that Lisa bullies everybody online. Um, Angie H asks uh, about like the Twitter incident with. Uh, Heather's dad's obituary Um, and Lisa said she posted the truth and if you didn't want the truth don't lie to me and how Heather used her father's death to lie uh, about Lisa and I'm just like Lisa like how fucking self-absorbed can you be like like that is too low girl where are you going like, you're already on the floor. I mean, obviously, because I mean, she voted to, for Ted Cruz, she's probably going to hell. But. Like, literally, she's below the floor because she's dug up uh, a dead father. She's, exactly. She's six feet below the floor at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Gross. Gross. So, yeah. that was... No, I mean, like, the... I, I can understand her being upset about that and, like, being, like, oh, it's not true what she said about me, whatever, but... You gotta, at some point, before you hit the, like, tweet button, when you've just took, taken a screenshot of your friend's father's obituary, like, you gotta kind of, like, give yourself a shake before you get to that point. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> understand that what what Heather did was not right. Like, what, what she said about Lisa, that was not right. But what Lisa's doing is much worse than what Heather did. Yeah. So, Agreed. Yeah. That's, a, that's, Agreed. The, that's my take on that. And take that's my that. take on that. Purr, purred. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's I think it's All weird right. that Whitney's like defending Lisa so much, but it's really like there has been like a schism in the housewives, and people are just like, I guess this is a side I'm on, and they're just defending the people on their side like completely because they can't afford to lose mm-hmm. too many friends. They're like, oh yep. shit. Okay, sorry, Heather. Uh, now I think it was pretty cool that Lisa tweeted out your dad's uh, obituary. That's that that's cool with me now. Jen Shaw did nothing wrong. Yeah. Like, um, Those old yeah. people had it coming. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of them have been on that side <laughs> this season, even after like last season being like, wow, so she's like the devil, right? <laughs> like when they thought she was like in jail. Oh, so she's like a yeah. really horrible person. <laughs> eh? And now they're like, Jen Shaw's the most important one of us. Do you want to go first? Right. Or should I? Um, I'll do the... Uh, 
I'll go, yeah, sure. I'll go first. Uh, okay. So okay. power rankings this week, uh, I'm going to say number one is probably, honestly, uh, she's not really on the list, but I'm, I would say top Angie because she was just mm. like the puppet master behind everyone. Um, mm. But if not her, I mean, there's definitely a power grab going on. Um, and I'm going to say, shoot, I don't really know. I guess I'll put uh, Jen. And I'm going to also note that she main- Jen has maintained her relationships with most of the girls at this point. She's yep. still cool with Whitney. She's still cool with Heather. She's still cool with, well, Heather and her, she's mad at Heather, but Heather's not really mad at, at Jen. Uh, you know, pretty much everyone is chill with uh, with with Jen and like Lisa even is on Jen's side and like the rest of the girls have kind of a schism but Jen is somehow like stayed strong and in the middle so I'm gonna put her there at the top because Jen actually did get an apology from Angie okay and uh no one Mm -hmm. else did I could see that and um there was a power grab but Jen felt like she was losing her power because somebody else who's like so against her is now getting prominent whatever screen time so I think Jen did kind of like see that something was off with the balance and try to like take it back uh and i think that the second place would have to go to heather because i think that side of the argument has more power overall um what's they've got angie they got heather uh they got um well actually yeah that's that's pretty much all they have right and then uh and jen and then the other side is Whitney and Lisa and it's pretty much just the two of them against everybody else so I'm gonna put them in the lower half and I'll put Meredith in the middle because she's kind of neutral at least in this battle so yeah so again that order is Jen Heather Meredith and then Lisa and then Whitney at the very bottom because we Lisa definitely has Whitney kind of wrapped around her finger and she's getting Whitney to go out and defend her and shit. So she definitely has the power in that dynamic, but I feel like that group of friends is at the bottom. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's my, mm-hmm. that's my ranking. Okay. That, I think that makes sense. Um, and I would have, like, I agree with that. As, so as far as the dynamics on the show mm, now, but, but not the public the opinion. audience. No, mm. the public opinion is different. Okay. Um, How, what and so say? I, I, um, when I was making the rankings for this episode, I had to remind myself, okay, this is not cumulative goodwill. This is every episode, how much incremental goodwill each person has gotten, right? And so if if this episode, everybody, so, so every episode, they're all graded on a type of curve, if that makes sense, you know? Okay, so you're looking at um, like just this past week, who has the goodwill, not exactly. like overall, who's accumulated it. That's right. Um, and so in first place, I put Lisa Barlow. Uh, people seem to think that, you know, her, uh, <laughs> really first uh, place, eh? her, I'm very important to God line was, they loved that shit. Uh, oh I yeah. We didn't really talk about it. that, but I did think that was a very funny line. And she's like, I'm very important to God. <laughs> it's like, are you supposed to, isn't it supposed to be the other way around? That God is very important I to think- me. She's like, Sometimes God prays to me. People, people can just mention the word God and they can get away with anything. I want you guys to Not look Not in up. that case, though. That came off no. really bad, I thought. And like, if you want to get like a little tea, please Google uh, Kevin Smith, Jamaica. Uh, it's a very interesting story. 
And it's just, to me, an example of what can happen when people are just blindly believe that uh, people are good when they use the word God. So look up that story. Also, look up uh, the Netflix documentary, The Family, because that also... I think speaks to a little a lot of evil things that can happen when people just use God, you know, uh, and how much leeway other people will give them once they mention it's like a secret password that people can it just makes them bust it open. Anyways, so Lisa Barla is number one, particularly also because they um, liked her um, her scene with. Uh, her singing scene uh, they thought oh Lisa Barlow you're talented um, uh, as some people do think she is delusional which true um, second on the list is Jen Shaw and Jen is second surprisingly because um, she's had like a lot of positive sentiment this week and I think the only thing that would have um, I guess prevented her from getting the top spot is her prison uh, sentence looming. If she did not have that guilty verdict hanging over her head, oh my God! Had I read, had I, oh, I know, I know that the audience favor would have been with her, like one hundred percent. Right? Somebody writes on Twitter. Petition to have Jen Shaw film confessionals from jail and have her earnings garnished for restitution. Win-win. Somebody else says, uh, I don't care if if it's a 15-year hiatus, but Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has to give Jen Shaw the same treatment treatment that they gave Tarita Judice by virtue of this line alone. And it's the Elf on the Shelf line. Uh, That line sucks. I don't know if people like it. People think it's iconic. Yeah. Iconic. Um, third place. Who do you think it is? I don't know. Tell me. Meredith. Meredith. Third place. She was just I like a nothing this episode. I almost God, didn't even put her in there. I was, was like, so gross. I'm like, I'm like, at this point, Meredith should be disqualified from the rankings because she's so hard to rank. People aren't saying anything about her because she has no storyline. The only thing she did was go in a bathtub for the second season in a row. And put her foot, her toe, up her husband's butt. She did play with his taint on national television. That was something that happened. I don't know. That whole scene I could have done without. Exactly. Right? So, anyways, whatever. Meredith, whatever. Begrudgingly, I would put her third. Fourth place is Whitney. I think Whitney... Like climbed up a little bit, you know. Somebody said, "Oh, um, Whitney is an instigator and a shitster," but I'm finding myself taking her side because Heather is literally being a bad friend to everyone. Um, and somebody else said, "Every episode, Whitney's exhausting." But I kind of just think at this point, it's a, it's. I think there's some um, fault to be held by Whitney and how she's handled situations, but. How the audience is reacting. I kind of also feel like it's because of her high-pitched voice. You know? Mm. Uh, And that there's some kind of weird misogyny going on. uh, She does have like an annoying voice. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, last place is Heather. I was shocked. But when I, like, when I tell you that people are saying that she was being a pick me. Um, Heather that was? She, she's trying to, <laughs> yeah. That she's trying to have, like, Heather, uh, like. Um, a pick me how? She, she's trying to be a pick me because uh, she. Okay, let me, let me. So the first tweet was like, no, Heather is sketchy as fuck for not holding Angie, Angie, top Angie, and her thirsty husband accountable for that fake account, right? And then somebody kind of like responded to a similar tweet being like, it's giving pick me, you know? How so? How is that pick me? Because you are like willing to let men off the hook so easily in hopes that you, they pick you. I guess oh, is what okay. that's what so. they're saying. Um, Heather isn't listening to Whitney. Heather is defensive. Wait, Heather didn't know about Justin being fired. I called bullshit. Heather is so jealous of the queen of Salt Lake City. So that's why I mentioned that bit about cumulative goodwill versus like, you know what I mean? So, so right. this week, I think Heather added the least goodwill to her arsenal. But she's, she's top overall, like. In general, I you would think, say? Yes, yeah. definitely. That makes sense. Yep, and so that's my ranking. Goodwill. Mm. All right. Okay, well, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you subscribe. next time. And then subscribe. Okay. And don't, don't let me make the credits person come after you. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye.